The statements and theories expressed on Booze Clues are those of the investigators and not necessarily shared by the Geeks on the Influence Network or associated properties, venues, and sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Please drink responsibly. We want you to enjoy the show, not be one of its headlines. Welcome to another episode of Booze Clues Ice Cold Case Files. This is a mini episode of Booze Clues where we discuss some of the uh, more spirited headlines from history. And because it's the month of October, we're going spooky. The article I have for you today is from November 4th in 2016, and this comes from the Bourne Enterprise. Uh, This is out of Bourndale, Massachusetts. The article is titled, Police Make Drunk Driving Arrest on Halloween. Seems simple enough. The article definitely gets a little bit deeper into it. Police arrested a woman Halloween night on drunk driving charges in Bourndale. Police were dispatched first to Deseret Drive at 6.31 p.m. on reports from an off-duty detective of an intoxicated driver. That's the trick, kids. Even when they're off-duty, cops are going to narc on you. Police said the off-duty detective had a conversation with the female driver and detected the odor of alcohol. He was unable to detain the driver because she was in a gray 2011 Mercedes and he was on foot. Now, we've got a little bit to unpack here. First off, he is on foot. She is driving. He detected odor from her of alcohol. I'm kind of curious how this interaction happened. Was she at a stoplight and he just walked up to the car because she was driving weirdly? But it could be that she stunk that much of alcohol that from the sidewalk he could kind of tell. Uh, I... There's not enough information here to really get a good idea, but this off-duty detective, first off, is just wandering the streets at 6.31 p.m., so he's probably a leisurely stroll at night, I guess, and as this, like, drunk woman in a Mercedes. And first off, and this is male-female, doesn't matter, anyone driving a Mercedes, there is that stereotype of them being a complete dick of a driver. So it it can't have been that they were just driving poorly, because you would look and see Mercedes and go, oh, that's why. I think about 70% of the time that I've been cut off in traffic, it's been with a Mercedes driver doing it. By the way, this episode of Booze Clues Ice Cold Case Files brought to you by the people at Mercedes. No, that is not true at all. So it says that he was unable to detain the driver because she was driving and he was on foot. So that means that there may have been an attempt. It's like, you have the right to remain silent. I'm an off-duty detective. And she went, fuck you, and just literally like just drove away. The car was eventually located on High Ridge Drive with its driver, Lorraine, 46, from Bourne Inside, from Bourne, uh, Massachusetts, Inside. Miss Glennon exhibited signs of intoxication such as glassy eyes and slurred speech, according to police. Or it could be that she was so upset because she realized that she was that asshole that drove around the neighborhood in a Mercedes being a dick. I think it's the latter. Asked if she had been drinking, Miss Lorraine replied, isn't everyone drunk on Halloween? Now, though that's relatively accurate, (laughs) that's not exactly the thing you respond to when a police officer is asking if you've had anything to drink tonight. So she replied, isn't everyone drunk on Halloween? And then get away from my Mercedes, which would be unbelievable that someone would say that to a police officer unless you've met literally anyone that's ever owned a Mercedes. Ms. Lorraine admitted to driving drunk in the neighborhood telling officers, Who doesn't, according to police? So either that neighborhood is lousy with drunk drivers, and maybe that's why they're paying a lot more attention to that neighborhood. It's just so many Mercedes drivers wasted 
driving through the neighborhood. I think speed bumps would be the better choice on handling that. Like two speed bumps and they're just going to rip up the underside of their Mercedes and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Or they might take flight and land inside of a house somewhere. So that might not be the best. When told to step away from her vehicle, Ms. Lorraine refused, telling police that she had to pick up her son and again ordering them away from her car. So this is how completely ridiculous this person is that not only are they driving drunk and then tells the police officers it's Halloween, everybody is drink- drinking, and then also who doesn't drive drunk in this neighborhood, but this person's going to risk the well-being and safety of their child uh, by, by picking them up in, uh, in the car. So fuck this person straight up. Lorraine Glennon, fuck it. I'm going to use the last name. Lorraine Glennon is her name. Fuck her. Uh, putting her kid's safety in jeopardy. That is uh, super not okay. When told that she would be given a field sobriety test, she told police, go ahead, I'm rich and I will get out of this. I will sue and have your job tomorrow, according to police. The worst part about that is that that's not necessarily entirely inaccurate. Um, but when you have the right representation in court, even being this much of a dick, there's always a chance. Although I cannot imagine somebody going into court and it being explained to the judge that this person said something along the lines of, go ahead, arrest me. First off, admitting to drinking and driving, saying everybody gets drunk on Halloween, ordering them away from the car, saying they were going to pick up their child in that condition, and then saying, go ahead, I will sue and, uh, <laughs> and get out of this uh, because I am rich. I cannot Im- imagine any judge that wouldn't use that as a make an example of case in that sense because uh, fuck Lorraine Glennon. I-, I will sue and have your job tomorrow is what she said according to police. Ms. Glennon failed the test and was taken into custody. Big fucking surprise there. This is such a stereotype. It's a self-important piece of shit driving a Mercedes that thinks they're above the law. And then this is the best part. A search of her car revealed an empty bottle of Chardonnay and three-quarters full bottle of Pinot Grigio, according to police. So this is the kind of behavior after literally one and a quarter bottle of wine. And I don't know what the octane on these bottles of wine are, but they can't be that high that that's the kind of behavior that you're going to be exhibiting. Now, unless she's, I don't know, three foot two and like 60 pounds, and then that would be a lot. But otherwise, no, uh, you, <laughs> there is no excuse for this kind of behavior. This is that self-important bullshit that I have no patience for. She was taken into custody and charged with operating a motor vehicle under the influence of liquor, negligent operation of a motor vehicle, and possession of an open container of alcohol in a motor vehicle. She was later released on personal recognizance, according to police. I don't think she has any personal recognizance. I think the conversation that was happening earlier in this story kind of suggests that this person has no self-awareness. This is an example of entitlement. This is an example of entitlement, pure and simple. Uh, This woman not only didn't give a shit about anyone, including the well-being of her kid, but also thought that they were above the law. And... As much as I say, you know, fuck the law in certain regards, when you're putting, you know, uh, pedestrians and other vehicles and your child in danger, uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, Ms. Glennon, you are the perfect example of, like, entitlement gone wild. And I hope that the book was thrown at this person for being such a complete prick, uh, being unapologetic for being that kind of a prick, and also really kind of embodying everything that I hate about the stereotype of the, like, white, privileged, entitled rich person. Go fuck yourself. 
Uh, that's maybe just my opinion, and maybe there's something more at work here that I'm unaware of, but I don't really see any real uh, excuse for this kind of behavior. Uh, this this is clearly somebody that is so deeply selfish that they're not thinking about anybody but themselves. And, you know, because of that, maybe we don't think about them too much and we can let them rot in fucking jail. It's going to be better for this the community. And honestly, with that kind of mentality, anybody that has interaction with this person, probably that is the worst part of their day. So why not just go, go fuck yourself, live in the woods somewhere, or just separate yourself from society? Because if you think everybody owes you that much, then uh, prove why. Because it's clearly not your, your personality, because that is a piece of trash. Now, this was supposed to be a fun article, but upon reading it, it this just makes me angry. This Halloween season, and really any time of the year, if you think that you're owed anything, maybe double check yourself, because there's a good chance that you don't, you aren't owed shit. The world doesn't owe anybody, and uh, we're all in here just trying to get by, so the least that you can do in your life is to treat people with fucking respect, even if they don't, haven't earned it. There is no reason to think yourself better than or above anyone. This kind of behavior is abysmal and uh, should never be tolerated by anyone. And I feel for anybody that works with the public, whether it be in restaurants or retail, because I'm sure as I used to deal with this kind of thing, you have dealt with this version, this like a carbon copy of Ms. Lorraine here more times than you can count. And uh, especially going into the holiday season, I know it's about to get wild with Lorraine's. Uh, I mean, the, the term for these are Karens, right? Is that, is that this, uh, this is like the perfect example of a Karen. I wonder if she even has the swoop haircut, the, uh, can I talk to your manager haircut? Probably. So go ahead and check out. There's a link to this article on, uh, on the notes for this episode. And I'll be posting that on Blue's Clues social media page as well on Facebook. So follow that. And tomorrow, the day after this releases, we'll be doing Pado Ween in the dark room in the Hofheimer building. It's got edition in Richmond, Virginia. This is a live episode of Smack My Pitch Up, where we're doing a recasting, rebooting, reimagining of the classic horror film, The Exorcist. This is the first time that we've made mention as to what the film is going to be. So you get a little bit of inside information from listening to this episode. Also, there's Booze Clues, a live Booze Clues full length edition that's going to be recorded there. All Florida Man, all of our co-investigators are going to be dressed as Florida Man. We've got five stories for you of Florida Man, and uh, it's going to be buck wild. So buckle up, show up, doors are at six, smack my pitch up at seven. Booze Clues probably about uh, eight or 8.15 is going to get started until about 9.15. So we've got two hours of local podcasts, and I want to give a big thanks to anybody that voted for our flagship show, Geeks Under the Influence, for the best podcast in Richmond. We were just voted in as the best podcast local podcast in Richmond, Virginia by the Times-Dispatch readers and our fans. So thank you to the people that nominated us. Thank you to the people that voted for us. And thank you to all the panelists and uh, people that are part of the network and our friends that have been supporting us over the years for making this possible. We absolutely love it. We love that we have such dedicated fans and we will do our best to be even better in the next year. So I'm Mike the Hobbit. This is Booze Clues Ice Cold Case Files. Case closed. GUIPodcast.com Hey Geeks, I'm here to give you a little rundown on what's happening for the month of October with Geeks Under the Influence. First up... 
Podoween. Live shows of Booze Clues and Smack My Pitch Up at the Dark Room in uh, Scott's Edition in Richmond, Virginia. That's free, 21 and up, and the doors are at 6 p.m. So definitely come out, check out an all-Florida man version of Booze Clues and a super spoopy episode of Smack My Pitch Up. On the 21st is our next Halloween edition of Fallout Trivia. The 24th of October is Crypt Tease with Burlesque Right Now folks at the Firehouse Theater. Then on the 25th of October is Busky Stand-Up Comedy with our buddy Carltron, the Carlton K, uh, doing the emceeing. And then the 28th of October, just a few days before Halloween, is another night of trivia with Geeks Under the Influence at Fallout. So come out to that and get your spooky on. I'm going to be in costume. You are more than welcome to do the same. And we'll see you at all our events. 